This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Thank you. We love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger, and welcome into uh, Murph's Fan Cave for another what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. What is up, Raider Nation? Appreciate all of you joining us here tonight. We have, of course, a full uh, a full docket, as the kids say. Uh, the <laughs> kids don't say that. <laughs> yes, they do. Did you say full docket? Okay, <laughs> nah, right. we're going go to go with it. Just like everything else you claim that they say. <laughs> <laughs> the kids say a lot of stuff, man. Uh, but anyway, so uh, we got a, uh, a, a, a now I'm, I'm just gonna now I'm over here bumbling. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, you're bumbling got, like the kids say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so welcome into this uh, next edition of Raiders Fan Radio. We appreciate you joining us. Appreciate everybody that's joining us live in the chat room uh, here on the YouTube's. Appreciate everybody that has downloaded the podcast on your favorite podcast service just by searching for Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we appreciate all of the amazing new listeners that we have. Um, we've gotten a lot of heat here lately on our podcast, on the audio versions of the podcast, by everybody going out there and searching for Raiders Fan Radio. So we appreciate you. Appreciate to all those new listeners. My name is Murph. Uh, I'm the, uh, the uh, one of the co-hosts here uh, of, of Raiders Fan Radio and look forward to introducing one of two other co-hosts that we have here in the booth today. Uh, welcome to the show. 
the one and only, the legendary. He comes to you from San Jose, California. Stands six feet, two inches tall. Weighs 300. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, Yeah. What's up? What's going on, Uncle Mike? It's so good you? to be here. It's good to be here. It was good to have nobody warming up my chair. Nobody's in your chair. You got the, you got a fresh start. I got a fresh kids start. Kids say that yeah, like the kids say. I'm going to turn you <laughs> just a little bit. You, you're, well, you're a little bright, pal. I got you a little bright. Turn me down. Turn me down. Where turn the hell's your hat, dude? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that maybe that's what was going on. Maybe all that that forehead and and white hair there, Uncle Mike, looking <coughs> good though. Got the Pete Koch thing going on. But uh, as always, thank you so much for joining. I'm so glad us to be here, here tonight. It's Appreciate good. you joining I'm glad us here to be tonight. here. All right, so Uncle Mosh adorns the uh, western annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk, and the man that adorns the southern annex of the western annex. Wait, did I get that right? The western annex of the southern. Whatever annex. it is, the guy that it's <laughs> on the other annex, my best friend and yours from yeah. Middle Tennessee. Welcome, Swag Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was going to go to Middle Tennessee State University. Which hey, well, I'm from that there. I would have worked there, too. Yeah. But I don't know why I got caught up in it. That's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mumbling and stumbling already. Welcome yeah, to the are. show. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I need it's more Trulies or something, apparently. Yeah, crack another one, yeah. bro. Hey, man. Crack another hey, one, man. Oh, my me, gosh. It's you got to so tell me to three be... times. Uh, well, yeah. It's yeah. good to be here, man. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we got so many people in the chat. We got QB Jeff. We got Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Raider Flash. Daniel Mangus. Hefe KC, who we haven't seen in a couple times. He said that uh, he farted in Masha's chair. <laughs> Do you better not. You better just hope that the Mangus brothers and Michelle did not see that. I know, right? I know. Don't because, give out your home address there, Hefe. Yeah, Hefe, yeah, because yeah. you know, you know the, the Moshers will be coming out looking for you every oh time. You, every time you type into the chat, it pings your location. We know exactly where you live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's one of those old rumors, like peeing in a pool when it turns purple. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Dan, or, or Matthew Mangus says swag is yet to get his ass kicked. Uh, no, you caught debatable. a real one last week. Yeah, I was sore for three days. <laughs> yeah, that was a for no real kidding. ass whipping. Yeah. No kidding, that was a fun little bit we did. But uh, but yeah, that hurt like hell. Yeah, the, the, that uh, that that cake sheet or cookie sheet or whatever that thing was not a joke. That was for real, and it no. had for real dents in it. From and it's your out head. of yeah, and it's out of commission now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't make nothing on that thing anymore. What do you mean bit? There was no yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nothing bitty about that. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyways, appreciate everybody joining us in the chat room tonight. Um, Jeff Murphy, our good friend Jeff Murphy, who runs the amazing Domenico's Deli. Yeah, who well, supplied yeah. our dinners tonight. Who supplied our dinners tonight. Thank you so very much, Jeff. Uh, and, and the amazing Domenico's folks, uh, both Domenico's in Alameda, and then, of course, the Domenico's here in our little town of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Anyways, he says, fresh start is the Subway's tagline. Why are you dropping Subway references? My bad. Hey, look. Hey, look. Oh. look, you know we're only loyal to one sandwich shop when it when it when it comes to Italian deli, and that exactly. is the one and only Domenico's. But how about this? But I would say this back at you, Jeff. What's your tagline? What's tell us? We need to come up with a cool Domenico well, tagline. Yeah, and I don't mean that in a shitty way. I mean like, what's what? We need to come up with a cool Domenico's tagline so we can unless put, they already had one that we didn't know about that we don't know about and if exactly. we, and if there is one then definitely let us know uh, and also speaking to Jeff Murphy just a little bit of uh, to share the love here uh, Jeff and his good buddies um, that he played college football with have started a podcast called yeah. the Group of Five Guys I believe they're still in the process of getting it um, you know accepted by Apple and all the different formats you got to go through and it's a sure. whole big approval process but th you can find them on social media 
media and there are definitely links to their first and second shows so hook those guys up help them out um you know of course jeff has become a great friend of ours and uh and, and we know through him a lot of the guys that he played with and have seen a lot of their content they're great folks and if you are into um you know the other five conferences of football the ones that aren't you know the sec and whatnot where so many great raider players have come from including current raider players with potential greatness like Amik robertson they came out of that group of five conference and uh, or conferences and that's what uh, those guys talk about so definitely uh show them some love uh raider nation and check them out uh all right so again thank you to all the, uh, those of you that are new to our show um so we did a couple of cool things um, this last year, and uh, and and I and I just want to call attention to it. We did um, a fundraiser. Of course, we fundraise all year long. But Jeff had this great idea. Of course, you know his nickname is Swag Jeff. Well, so he yeah. came up with this great idea to do the summer of swag. And I want to show this thing one last time before I send it out this week. And uh, this is the latest item that we gave away. Um, and this is the uh, the autographed Tom Flores Hall of Fame print. And of course, it's got the certificate of authenticity that that uh, that comes along with it. Um, and we got this from uh, someone that we're going to partner up with very soon. And I don't know how much we're able to talk about it now, but you want to le- at least tease what we got going on a little bit, Jeff? Because yeah, we've man. got some amazing. This summer of swag turned into this incredible opportunity for us to get our hands on some pretty cool memorabilia that we're going to be able to share with our audience. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah. So we've got we've got a guy. That, uh, that hey, hey, we, got got a guy. A, we got a guy. So, uh, so yeah, so he lives uh, where we live uh, here in Middle Tennessee. And so we kind of from got, LA. He's from LA. Uh, he's done some amazing things. I mean, got to meet people that people only dream about meeting. Like, he's, he's for real. And he's a great guy, top notch guy, all about, you know, giving to charity, which, which is what we do. And so, so we uh, we partnered up with him, and you know it, he was able to give us stuff like the Tom Flores picture that we were able to auction off. And we're partnering up with him, and there's going to be even more amazing things. It's going to be so cool. And I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I mean, there might be some Hall of Fame uh, players from this year, uh, some current players, former players, uh, maybe even some coaches, perhaps. And we're Whoa. talking some exclusive items. Like you're not going to be able to get them literally anywhere else, but right but here. here, right, right here, right, right here. here. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. So uh, we'll we'll kind of we'll tease that a little more and talk about it a little more when the uh, partnership has been made official. But yes, the summer of swag will will live on. That's, it's That's good. Be fantastic. Yeah. We'll go right into the fall and the winter. Absolutely. And right yeah. on. Hey, how so I live my life. You just <laughs> <laughs> you just inspired me, swag. Good. I love that. Jeff QB Jeff, are you listening? Okay. Dominicos, where you got a guy. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Where yeah, you got yeah. a sandwich guy. Where you got a sandwich yeah, guy. Yeah, I like Dominicos, it. Dominicos, like where it. you got a sandwich guy. That's like good it. stuff. Good stuff. There All right. Go. One more bit of housekeeping before we jump into uh, episode number 213 proper. We uh, we started a TikTok, or I think the kids call it the TikToks. Uh, so we we started the TikToks. <laughs> That's what I call it. That's what you call when you're a kid. <laughs> but I call everything. Yeah, everything. It's the TikToks. And so uh, go follow us on the TikToks, please. And I uh, will follow you back. Uh, you know, and check us out. It's at Raiders Fan Radio on the TikToks. And um and we've got some momentum going there. Um, we have. I hate this number. I'm pretty sure we can all agree this is like the worst number. 
We have 666 followers on TikTok. Now, someone go, someone Please get on go your phone <laughs> right now <laughs> or and unfollow go follow us. us. Or unfollow us. <laughs> or one of it, just stay at 665. Or, but no, we'd rather go north of it. So, well, yeah. yeah. Please go out there. Uh, find us on the TikToks at Raiders Fan Radio. I promise we will only do things that are entertaining and Raiders related. And uh, you can see our latest um, silliness there on the TikToks. And, yeah. and, and Jeff, uh, once again, reason that he's the uh, social media director. What an amazing idea to get on the TikToks because yeah, man. you've been talking about that for a long time and we've had more fun and frankly more momentum for our show on I TikTok was, than I we was, have on any other platform. I was just about to say that. Yeah, man. I mean, we started this thing like, I don't know, three weeks ago and we're already, you know, over the 500 mark, like you said, 666, about to be 667. Uh, but uh, but yeah, man, it's been so much fun. And, and like we say Raider content, we, we may just be doing goofy shit with a Raider hat on. Yeah. You know, but, but hey, we're going to have something Raiders that has it to do with it. It will be Raiders related. It's, yeah. it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, it's man. Uncle, it's, Uncle Mosh is choking you. Um, yeah. I'm doing Stone Cold Steve Austin impressions. Yeah, man. Uh, what else? We've got stuff from our tailgates. We've got stuff from yes. our live shows. Yes. Like it's, yeah. It, yeah. And, and we're going to stay on the TikTok trends. You know, so, you know, because because we all I mean, you know, when we're not podcasting and working and, you know, spending time with our family and wives, we're scrolling through the TikTok or watching like, the TikTok, you know, and that's what and you know, laughing our asses off. Yeah, man. The every TikTok's night, funny. every night before bed. That's what my wife and I do. You know, well, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I was going to say, just, well, yeah, well, you know, but right before we close our eyes to go to sleep. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? okay, but yeah, go. no, we uh, but yeah, we scroll but for we're, about we're, 30 <laughs> minutes on the TikTok. <laughs> That's what the kids call saying, it. That's what the, the kids. That's, that's what the, the kids, other man. 118 minutes of the last two hours of your night. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Yeah, a majority of time is spent on the TikTok. I promise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so speaking of which, so speaking of which, at the, so, so, at the top so of the show, speaking of quick segments. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. All right, so. So it's why Jeff always takes our episode number and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. Well, yeah. And so this episode is number 213. Jeff, what you got? Paul says nothing like a good scroll. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother. Right on. Right on. All right, Jeff, tell us something significant All right, about the Raiders. So, yes, yeah, so every episode, Swag Jeff, Swag Jeff takes a significant moment in Raider Nation and ties it back to the episode number. And this episode is 213. And we're going to go, uh, it's a, this is a career stat. We love career stats here. And so we're going to love be, career stats. We're going to be talking about cornerback uh, Namaya Wilson. Uh, who is obviously a household name within Raider Nation. Uh, he joined the Raiders in 1968 after playing three seasons with the Denver Broncos. Okay. Uh, so he start, He played for Silver and Black from 1968 to 1974. Uh, he switched from the number 26 to 48 back in 71. He played 81 games as a Raider and intercepted 19 passes in his career for Silver and Black. Uh, he had 213 interception return yards. Oh, nicely yeah. done, Swag Jeff. Nicely done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, so up, Chevy bro? Raiders says, hey, hey, ah, hey, hey, when are you going to talk about the Raiders, LOL? <laughs> right? And, yeah, we will, I and, promise. And, and it, no, it was pretty funny because the Big Easy goes, Hey, Chevy, you're on the wrong channel. <laughs> on the wrong channel. <laughs> yeah. God forbid you turn into a show called Raiders Fan Radio and actually hear us talk about the Raiders. Uh, no, I promise we've got tons of Raiders content coming up very, very soon after Uncle Mosh hits the button on the contact information. <sighs> 
which we need to update. Always always something. I've always got to do something. Here with an update. We got updates. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. No, he That's doesn't. That's right. Go to <laughs> at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right. RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right. Appreciate everybody joining us here tonight. The chat is lighting up in their swag, Jeff. Uh, tell us who we got and uh, what's going on there tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we got the Big Easy, Michelle Sweat, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Lee B, Ron the Mater Raider, uh, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, uh, the Big Easy, Aaron Crocker, uh, Alberto Quiron- Quinones. Uh, yeah. Uh, Get that one right, Swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kevin the Raider Nerd, uh, Corey Fleck, my wife. We've got everyone in here. Storm. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. She loved that last topic that we I were know, talking I'm sorry. about. <laughs> I'm sure she loved that we talked about that. I'm just making jokes. All right. I didn't say they were all funny. All right. So. <laughs> or appropriate. <laughs> or appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're or, just jokes. They're just jokes. All right. Well, so yeah. let's get to some respect. Um, We've got a lot to get to respect on. I'm going to save the order that we've got on here, fellas. Let's go ahead and switch up some of that order because I think we're going to save that first one for last since that's kind of the big one on here. Do it. Um, so uh, let me just hit a couple of these. First off, I want to give respect to uh, to our good buddy, Ruben in Vegas. So yes. I don't know if you can see it from where I'm at here. Let me see. Uh, let me. I don't know if I can see from my camera. Can you, can you guys? Let's see. It's up. Oh, it's above the Stay in Oakland sign up there. There it is, right? Point it out, Mike. There it is. So that, welcome to the Raiders. R- welcome to Las Vegas from the, okay. Ruben got us that picture or that that sign. Um, he got us that from the from the groundbreaking ceremony that happened at Allegiant Stadium. Wait, it was so could cool. it be a hot, is it hot? What? That sign, is it stolen? No, 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 no. Oh, they, they were <laughs> <laughs> no, they were like handing them out to like the people that were in attendance at the at the thing. I, you could have lied to me. Said, uh, <laughs> but he sent it to us, which was so cool. And then I also have a a Raiders 60th anniversary sign over there that Ruben had signed by some amazing oh, Raider players. That's so cool. And he gave that to us in person at our uh, live event we did with Raider Cody at Stage Door last oh, year for the yeah. Raiders home opener. Yes. So Ruben has been like, and he's just a made man. He's called the show a bunch of times. He was calling into our show before the Raiders were a Vegas thing. Right, He was right, just kind of right, calling right. in as Ruben in Vegas. Anyway, I want to give Ruben in Vegas some respect because Ruben, I saw this scrolling across Twitter this week uh, from JT the Brick. 
who okay. is, you know, the Raider, yeah. you know, nation ambassador, spokesperson, whatever. The real deal. C- certainly the, uh, the the biggest of of uh, of, of Raiders uh, content creators on, on, on the radio. And uh, so anyways, he wrote this. Ruben uh, De La Rosa of Las Vegas was the proud winner of Raiders tickets won on JT the Bricks Friday show. Ruben, his wife, and son created this amazing sign for the Seahawks game. Thank you, Ruben. And there's a freaking picture of Ruben and his son ah. at the freaking Seahawks uh, preseason game. How cool is that? Isn't that awesome? So uh, so much Dude. respect to our good buddy, Ruben in Vegas. Yes. And by getting shouted out by uh, by JT the Brick, winning those tickets. And uh, yeah, that was so, it's so cool to see like a familiar face yeah. and a friend of the show well, like yeah. scrolling through the timeline there. I Absolutely. thought that was super, super Absolutely. cool. Well, Lee B says, uh, Ruben... You got Mosh salivating over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mosh is like, don't we respect Rubens every week? That's my favorite sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, so anyways, uh, that's awesome. And Ruben, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear yeah, about the experience. It's been a minute. Yeah. Been a minute. Like, call us and tell us about your experience there at Allegiant Stadium for the preseason game, man. I would love to hear about it. Um, all right. Next up. Uh, I'm going to actually throw this one to Swaggo a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I'll just kind of tee it up here. I'd like to give respect to our good friend of the show also, Jimmy Zbach, who Jimmy yeah. is, uh, uh. of course, we got to know Jim because he is the, let me move Masha's camera now. If you could see up over Masha's uh, shoulder there, there's a sign, uh, or it's actually a T-shirt that's mounted up with some of the other T-shirts from some of the Raider booster clubs that have been sent to us. The one on top there says, Just Win Baby of Fred Bolitnikoff. That's from the Great Lakes Booster Club. Yep, that one right there. So we met Jim at, again, at a live event that we did back in 20, was that 16, Mosh? I think yeah, we did that. it was. And um, so we hosted a live tailgate at, the, at, the, um, at Nissan Stadium for a Raider-Titans game, which the Raiders thumped the Titans. Well, yeah. And, um, and so we met Jim, who goes also by Erie Raider, and he's the president of that uh, booster club, but also is a super fan and does all kinds of amazing dress-ups or whatever. Anyway. Long story short now, Jim is also an incredible graphic designer. Yes. Offered to make us some logos. Yes. And Swag Jeff, what did Jim do for us? Yeah, so you want me to show it, huh? Well, I don't know. Should we tease it or Let's tease it. Let's tease it, but tell him what you were able to what you did with working with Jim. Uh what? So I'll take the segment then. So Jim did a great job, an amazing job of like, like kind of like talking to us about like what our vision was for the logo. So we've got, you know, we have this amazing Raiders fan radio logo that that Scarlett did. Yeah. Actually, you know, with the, the the stars and the shield. Uh, Jeff and his brother in law kind of refined it, whatnot. But it still has the Raiders shield in it, and so we're just not allowed to use that because we don't want to infringe on the copyright of the Raiders by using that shield, uh, which is certainly as trademark. part of our logo. As part of our logo. Part of yeah, our, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can still wear the shield and all that. We can still Raiders gear and all that, but we just can't use it as part of our logo. So we needed to come up with a new logo again, sadly. Um, but what we were able to do by working with Jim is that I thought I think we came up with something that is absolutely fantastic. This is most of this is his vision, just in knowing us and knowing what we're going to do. And then Jeff worked with him on also creating some individual logos. But just kind of flash it up there, Jeff, just to kind of give him an idea where we're going yeah. with it. So that's the new gonna, going to be. That's part of it. 
of the new, you usually got to darken your screen and hold it up real close to get it to work. But uh, for those of you on the audio podcast, it's uh, it's a really cool skull. There you go. It's a really cool skull. Got a shield there on yeah, a this, hat. This is just a tease. Just a little tease there. Got some some cross microphones. It's 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 pretty awesome. But I just want to give a ton of respect to Jim Zebach for working with us. Um, for getting these things put together and offering his time and his talents to be able to do that, man. We know you spent many, many hours on this stuff, and, and so much respect to you. Thank you so much yes, to Jimmy thank you, Jimmy. All right, next up, I'd like to give respect to Kaylee. Now, Kaylee's a new name to you all around here. It's because I knew of Kaylee, but I didn't know exactly who Kaylee was until I got this letter in the mail. Okay. A real letter? A real letter. Nice. It says Murph. My daughter Kaylee made these Raider bracelets for you guys. Oh, Go Raiders! What? So this is Ron the Raider's daughter Kaylee made us friendship bracelets. No, no way. way! Which is so awesome. So and look, look, check this out. So this little one that I have here hanging on my microphone that I've had here for years, uh, my son Tristan, who's now in the Navy, made this when he was like in grade school, like as a, like a part of a class project, oh, and I've so kept cool. it on my my mic stand as a uh, to honor him ever since anyway so i've got these three friendship bracelets so i'm going to pass them around y'all pick which ones you want and then uh, i'll take the other one and we'll wear them on the show and so thank wow. you miss kaylee appreciate you thinking of us uh here on raiders fan radio man we always say raider nation is family and this is the kind of stuff we're talking about man we appreciate Mine's you going kaylee. on my mic okay right all right i'm gonna wear i'm gonna wear mine on my wrist here kaylee for the there it is right on the show go thank, to my camera thank you so very much all right there you go mosh there you go, oh, Kaylee, there you go. right nice. there. Nice, right there. Swag Forever in a day. Hey, nice. Swag Jeff's got his on there. Nice. There you go. Thank you. Awesome. Oh my gosh, how cool Thank is that? Thank you, Kaylee. We appreciate you thinking of us. You're uh, the best, To Kales. send us a gift. That's so nice. All right, next up, uh, I want to give respect to uh, our good friend, Raider Michelle, Michelle Sweat, who I believe is in the chat room tonight. Michelle joined us last week on the show. And <laughs> Wait, did- that's her at the door with a pan. <laughs> <laughs> Duck, heffy, yeah, right? But uh, yeah, I want to give a lot of respect to Michelle for coming out and uh, not only getting on the show, doing a podcast for the first time ever, which takes a lot of guts it, to yes. come out and to do something. I mean, it's not easy to just to get on the microphone, but she did not only an amazing job there, but talk about fitting right in with us here in the fan cave, man. We had an absolute blast oh hanging gosh, out with her. so much fun. And, and we knew it would be because she's become such a good friend of ours, but man, she just fit right in and we just had a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, she got ton- she got tons of love in the chat last week and this week to boot. Yep. So it's great. Absolutely. That's great. Thank yep. you, thank you, Michelle. All right, I got two more to get to. I want to give respect to our good buddy Raider Cody. Want to give a lot of love to Cody for the hard work that he's put in and partnering up with a lot of different companies, including the Sahara in Las Vegas. And now I can officially tell everybody that. Um, Cody is going to be doing pregame, postgame, and watch party events at the Sahara. They're building a brand nice. new sports bar at the Sahara in Las Vegas. The first handful of shows will be in, in, the, in the lounge, in the lobby lounge at Sahara. But then at, when this, the new sports bar is done, the show will transition over into the bar and Cody has got an amazing setup. You're going to see amazing guest appearances. You're going to see uh, some, some great co-hosts come through including, uh, well, I'm not calling myself great, but I'm saying that I'm going to be part of the roster, which will be Kenny King, Samoan Raider, so many people that you're familiar with yeah. in terms of online fan-created content. And uh, and so your, your buddy Murph here is going to be part of that. Right now I'm booked for three games um, to be in Vegas to, to co-host with Cody. Hopefully we're going to put some more together. 
Uh, but yeah, we're going to do the for sure. We're, Cause we're going to the dolphins game. Yeah. So I'll sit in with him for the dolphins game. Uh, we're going to be out there for the Eagles game, which is when we're out there for the Blitnikoff event. I will definitely be hosting the watch party with Cody that day. All three of us will be out there for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We will. And then, uh, then I'll be going back, uh, just by myself for the, uh, Washington game, which is the beginning of December and sitting in with, with Cody again. And then again, as, if, as more of these come up, I will announce them and let you all know, but mad respect to Cody. He's put this thing together. Um, it's a, it's going to be absolutely high quality events, not only to attend in person, but for those of you that are going to watch online, see us on the YouTube. It's am- amazing stuff. And so much respect to him, not only for the, the success in the work that he's put in, but for th- asking uh, me and us to be part of this. I'm incredibly flattered to, to join him in this venture. Cody, Cody, of course, is our partner in the One Nation Foundation. And, uh, and, and so I'm just thrilled to announce that to you. That's like fan dreams come true man to be able to sit in and do a live event no and host a watch party with hundreds and in hundreds las vegas in las vegas for i mean come on man that's just it's so cool so anyways much respect to cody all right one more i want to give respect to and this is going to foster a little bit of a discussion and i'm and i'm interested you want to talk about the raiders here you go this is the most current Raiders story and probably the hottest Raiders story of the week that has come out and uh, we're talking about mark davis Mark Davis himself, not the Raiders organization, of course they were the ones that led with it, but Mark Davis himself made the announcement that he was going to open up Allegiant Stadium this season for all fans to attend without a mask as long as they had proof of uh, COVID-19 vaccination. So I want to give Mark props and I want to give him respect. Of course, we don't do props, we don't do shout outs, nothing wrong with those things. We want to give him respect for making this choice because he made a choice between fans having to wear masks or fans having to show proof of vaccination. And I think that he was, as always he does, he looks out for us as fans and makes the decision that he thinks would benefit the most of us. It doesn't benefit all of us. And you're never going to make decisions and make everybody happy, but you can make your best decision, pick your lane, stay in it, and hopefully please the largest group of people in terms of these types of decisions. And in this case, he chose this. Now, I already went through the process, so I'll tell you this. It ain't that big of a deal for somebody that's already been vaccinated in terms of like setting it up. I have had, in fact, I've, I was telling the guys before the show, I had to do this before I went to a playoff hockey game this year. Basically, you just have to register on a website. In this case, it's on an app. It gives you a barcode. They scan it on the way in. Then you go give me your ticket and you go to the game. So it's really not that big of a deal in, in my eyes. And I know I'm just one opinion of a billion and, and I welcome all of them. No one is wrong based on what you think. But I think in terms of why I wanted to choose this part of the show to give respect and to talk about it is that I thought again as mark davis should be celebrated for he's looking out for us as fans in the best way he knows how again that's not going to make everyone happy but i think that the interest and the effort and the reasoning behind it should be commended that's my soapbox on it and i want to pass it around the room swag jeff what do you think yeah you know i i i agree with that i agree with what you're saying you know i mean you know it's not ideal you know either thing i mean a lot of people are talking about in the chat i mean I mean, this is just a really weird time in our, yeah, you know, just yeah. in our society and stuff. You know, the the masks and the and the vaccines. You know, some people are for it, some people are against it. But you know, I think I think what Mark Davis is trying to do is he's trying to create the best experience for Raider fans as possible. And so he decided that you know, going to a game without a mask on. 
that's the experience that you want going to a football game, not having to pull your mask down every time you take a bite of a burger or, you know, take a swig of a beer or, you know, whatever. He's trying to make it as, as you know, as comfortable as possible for Raider fans. And it, and it did. It pissed some people off. And some people are just saying, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to a game. Okay, well, you know, I mean, I hate that for you, but, you know, I mean, the rules are the rules, you know. And, and you know, they're also doing the thing where they are giving shots right outside of Allegiant Stadium. So in those cases of people that aren't vaccinated, you can still go, go get a shot, throw your mask on, and then you can go to the game, you still too. still go to the game. You know, Which, so. Tweet of the week, by the way, was this this last week. It was Adam Hill, who's a reporter for Las Vegas. Yeah. The, the headline was on one of the national media outlets. It said, Mark Davis, in quotes, show up to, to Allegiant Stadium vaccinated or get shot. And he wrote, Mark Davis, ah. gangster AF. <laughs> nice. Show up or get shot. I thought that was amazing. But, you know, the other thing, too, is that, like, when you look at some of the other cities, like you look at New Orleans, they're requiring proof of vaccination and you got to wear a mask. And probably all the New York teams, as an example, are going to demand the same thing. So I think that he had to pick. He had to make a choice. And I, and I commend him for what he did. Uncle Mosh, give us some final words on this and then take us to a break. <clears throat> sure. I disagree with both of you. Okay. And, and, Good. I'll, and I'll tell you why. Please. First of all, let me say this. When you're driving a bus full of athletes and everybody's hungry, it's, it's usually post-event. And you, you don't say to the, 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 the and Swaggy knows this because I used to drive the bus and he was in the back and, and he'd say, Coach, I'm hungry. You don't say, where do you want to eat? Because you're going to get 46 different <laughs> right. choices, right? So you, as the bus driver, say, I'm going to park right here. And there's, there's, there's a sandwich place over there. There's a burger place over there. There's a chicken place over there. Be back on the bus in an hour. And, and you turn them loose. You, you make do with what you can do for the, the bulk of the people, and, and they go. So I understand what Mark Davis is doing. What I don't agree with is I don't agree with the mandating of the vaccine. Um, as, as a public school teacher, I chose to take the vaccine. It, you can't put anything more in my body than me or the military haven't done already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I took it. But and 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 don't get me wrong, I'm not a pro or a con masker. I just have issues with all of this stuff. And I'll tell you why. If if you have a level four, if you have a pandemic that escapes from a level four facility in that in China and and has infected the entire globe, how is that little homemade butterfly mask going to help you? So masks don't necessarily do what they say they're going to do. When you, have, when you have the CDC saying we need to mask and we need to socially distance, and the schools, for instance, because that's what I know because I, ta I taught, if the school says, okay, we are gonna we are gonna abide by the CDC rules, uh, and 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 the pro teams say we're gonna abide by the CDC rules. Well, you're gonna mandate masks, but you're not gonna move those seats six feet apart. We didn't do we didn't have enough room in class to put everybody in algebra one six feet apart. So we mandated the masks, but we didn't mandate the social distancing. So you can't pick and choose which part of the CDC guidelines you want to use. So 
with your what you and Jeff agree on is that you I'm for the I'm for the vaccination. I think it's great. I think everybody should get vaccinated. That's just me. I've got people in our family that aren't vaccinated for one reason or another. Maybe there's a medical reason. Maybe there's a religious or a spiritual or a, a social economic or some other reason that they choose not to inject themselves or get injected with that stuff. Can we as a society be put in a situation where we say you can't come to that event? Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, they're privately because, owned football uh, team. Let me finish. They they can do that, okay, but but they can't they can't expect everybody to go along with it and and to to say you know there's going to be blowback. We have it in our chat right now. We got 150 people that are gonna gonna go crazy and gonna. Well, we don't have that many. We got 26, but but they're gonna say you know yes yes for this and yes for that and yes. But my thing is is. The whole thing you can't you can't believe, and and that's me is that that I can't believe that that he's going to alienate these amount of people by saying you have to have you have to have that shot. And the other thing is, but on the other side, nobody wants to be the COVID police. Nobody wants to be that stupid walking up and down. Can you imagine how that would have gone over at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum? So have some teenage dork in a yellow jacket walking up and down through the black hole saying hey gorilla gorilla pull your mask up you know (laughs) you know it's not gonna have so nobody wants to be the covid cops so i think what he's trying to do is he's trying to say man this is just the best way i know how i don't agree with it but it's just it's his choice and when you're the boss you could there's a phone ringing somewhere when you're the boss you can do whatever you want it's just like you and i have talked about the players if the boss says you got to get you got to get the shot to play with me, you got to get the shot or you got to go play somewhere else. So or don't play or, or don't stay you know, or don't play. So I don't know. Um, I don't. I think I wish there was. I I, I want to say this, and I'm going to say this in closing. I think that we all need to be responsible and respectable for our own health. And if you choose to have the shot and your shot, and you don't wear a mask. I shouldn't have to worry about you. I should worry about me. Yeah, well, let's let's keep it in context though of the team. I want to keep it in context of a game. Like, okay, I want, then, I want, then, then keep it in context of the game. If 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 people are responsible for their own health, again, people are responsible if they're if he's not going to socially distance the fans, which they're still the CDC is still recommending social distance. Then then how can you mandate? I, I just I feel there's hypocrisy there. Okay, You're right. gonna, I, here's what I would say in response to that, and then I, I want to get out. And of then segment. I get to respond after. Let's. I want to get out of the segment. <laughs> oh, I, I want to move on. Yeah, I want to move on too. But it, look, you got to you got to pick something. Like there's not again. You're not going to make everybody happy. So again, exactly. I want to return to the idea that I want to give Mark Davis respect for making the decision that he did because Granted. he didn't have many other options, and the other options were not as good as this one. It, it, That's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's it's an it's definitely an option, and I, I'm not saying it's, I'm not yeah. saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying I don't agree with it, but that's okay. Yeah, because I'm vaccinated, I can get in. Right, right. <laughs> and again, and I'm worried about me. Me is right. me, and, you, and Jeff is Jeff, and you are you. Yeah. Hit a break. Let's go. Oh, s- uh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you.
This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. <laughs> you want us to keep talking about the Raiders chat room? <laughs> Let's do it. Here we go. Look, we're never been afraid to tackle a topic on no, this show. It, it, and like, well, I want to get back into it again, but I just want to say we're never afraid to tackle a topic on on, on this show. And look, at, we we will never uh, expect anybody or everybody to agree with us one side or another. Uh, I will just say this, and don't forget this, because ultimately this is where it lies. We are Raider Nation. We are one family. And look, we have caught some some negative negativity from people that have been very connected with this show in different ways over the years online and because of different things that we might say or do and look at we're not going to make everyone happy and we're but listen if we're if we're afraid to talk about stuff if we're afraid to engage about different things then i think that that doesn't do anybody any good especially in the polarizing society online that we live in now so look i think it's healthy to have debates healthy to have discussion i encourage to hear your feedback if you've got anything really significant more than you just want to type into the chat send it to us in, e- in an email you can always email us show at raidersfanradio.com and we will be glad to read your message or play your voicemail 909-345-3346 all right you don't have to be vaccinated to email us Heck no. <laughs> Absolutely or, or wear a mask or well yeah mask. We, we've go. never been we've never been afraid of debate and debate is one of the strongest forms of, of of intellectual learning and you and you know that's how you do it and you don't have to get pissed you can you can get excited and you can get all you know crazy about it but it's just you know we're not we're not all going to have the same we're not all going to have the same exact opinion on things and that's what that's what's so great about our society you know it's just that you don't have to get butthurt just because you disagree let's talk about the Raiders let's talk about the Raiders so speaking of Mark Davis so he had some other amazing comments uh, prior to the preseason game one about uh, opening up against against the Seahawks, which for those of you that got a chance to watch it, I know it's kind of wonky trying to uh, get a get a good look at the game. Uh, most everybody had to find a way to stream it because it's not part of the Sunday ticket package and and, and whatnot. Uh, but anyway, so but I believe this is Cassie Soto uh, that that caught up with Mark Davis prior to the preseason game, and uh, let's check in and uh, hear from our owner. Seems like 60 years, and uh, this is finally we're getting to go home. How excited for you for the people when you cut like your you know, your fans because they've been as loyal as any. Uh, that's exactly who I'm, I'm happy for. I'm happy for the uh, the Raider alumni, the Raider fans, all the people that helped build this. Um, people in Las Vegas, the, the the laborers who worked through a pandemic to get this done on time, on budget. Um, there's just so many people to thank and everything. It would take you know years to do that, but uh, this is this is the moment that we've all been waiting for. What, what was your own thoughts on on walking in the building and getting ready for the game for the first time? Um, I've been in this building quite a bit, not for events, but I've been in it and sat not here for game, for hours at a time. But uh, right now, I'm thinking about a ribbon cutting, so we'll get that part done and then I'll start thinking about the game. Remember when you said you drive by and come at night and just stand in the middle of the field? Absolutely. Can you imagine like now, from then to now? I can, yeah. <laughs> and the process and everything else. And that's why I go back to the MVPs or those workers that through a pandemic and in, in blazing heat and everything else got this thing done with so much pride. Yeah. And uh, it just it meant the world to me and it still does <laughs> and always will. At what point do you teach yourself and say, this is it? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
your mom over there. What's it like to have her part of this? Well, again, that was probably one of the greatest moments of my life last season when she was able to light the torch for my father for the opening game in this stadium with that and that. And it meant so much to me to have her be able to do that. And now to have her here to be able to be part of the ribbon cutting is again another, just one of those great moments in my lifetime to be able to have her share this moment with me and the Raider Nation. What are her thoughts? I ask her. She's excited to be family. here. Yeah, it is. Certainly is. And like I said, the entire Raider family, extended Raider family, um, everybody, Raider Nation. This is our day. Nervous about cutting it or are you going to slice right through that baby? Oh, I don't even know. I haven't even seen the scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, are they big? Yeah. Then I'm nervous. <laughs> All right, there we he's, go. He's scared of the size of the scissors. I know, I love it. isn't that great? I love it, man. Great stuff there from Mark, and uh, and yeah, it's so nice. You got it. You know, this is a guy that that sat out last year and didn't attend any of the uh, of the Raider games because he didn't want to go to a game until Raider Nation could go to a game, until the the rest of Raider Nation could show up. And so, uh, just you know, it's got to be just an incredible. Uh, you know, experience for him, and and look, I'm, you know, this is gonna sound like this is a freaking celebrate Mark Davis segments here, but like truly, like this is a guy that caught so much flack right. from the way that he dealt with the city of Oakland and the departure from Oakland and through all that negotiation process and getting, you know, originally looking at Los Angeles and then Vegas and knowing what a fan his dad, what Al was of Las Vegas and all the perseverance that he that he that he had during that time of criticism when people would accuse him of things of like not having the business acumen not having the money not having the all these different things that just got that mark was constantly attacked by to now finally see this thing through and to the final stage which is where it was one thing to have people in a uh, excuse me to have games played at allegiance stadium it's a whole nother level to have games played there with fans in the stands and to where mark could experience it with the fans and so much respect to him uh, for that and yeah, it's just got to be a great feeling. So there he had the ribbon cutting, and as Mosh said, pretty funny because um, there he had the, you know, he was a little intimidated by the size of the scissors. Well, Mosh, a little segment that we do around here sometimes. Sometimes somebody tailgates too much. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You, hey, so you think it could maybe be, I, I was I was going back in the chat when I had a second after my, my breather there, and uh, Rico says, yeah, well, I got eight shots. <laughs> He's just speaking of shots. I got eight shots of whiskey. Can I join the show? <laughs> Absolutely, you can, Rico. No doubt. That's it's our a, favorite shots, that Rico. I have been. That's the shots we can all agree on. on that <laughs> speaking one. of tailgate too much <laughs> and shots. And shots. And there we go. So, what happens if Mark Davis has had been hanging out with Rico? And had eight shots. <laughs> well, don't you know that? I'll wait till Swag Jeff gets back in here. Swag Jeff, who's not, uh, we know Swag Jeff has seen eight shots before. Um, the, <laughs> 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 and so this is what it sounds like when uh, when you've had eight shots and you have been tailgating too much. Oh, I don't even know. I haven't even seen these scissors. Are they big? Then I'm nervous. <laughs> nice. Oh. Good rep. <laughs> Can I play that again? Yeah, one more time. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't even know. I haven't even seen these scissors. Are they big? Then I'm nervous. 
You know, he, he, he's been shut. He's been a little leery of scissors ever since that haircut. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's not nice. It's so uh, true. Probably the same scissors that he uses for his haircut. I've stayed fogged up this whole show so far. All right. Hey, somebody, somebody just put in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got Somebody says, well, this is the second most awkward moment in Raider fan radio. Oh, yeah. that ever since that you guys talked about the tuck roll dark side. <laughs> oh, my God. The yeah. worst, the worst live show we ever did, Swag Jeff, was what? Were you all crying? Oh my gosh! Well, it, it was, was okay. It was so hard. We, we do this show called Tales from the Nation. Where yeah, we go we back. Do, yeah, yeah. We do that so often. We do that show. Well, <laughs> all right. we used that might have been the last one that we did. We may have killed the show afterwards. We used Ugh. to do a show around here. Yeah, called Tales from the Nation, where we would celebrate something significant in Raider history. And usually, it was like you know, goes to the post or like Black Sunday sure, sure, or something. Sure. All right. Well, we decided to do the tuck rule, and we decided to do it live. And so we're sitting there online for like 90 minutes reliving lowlights of the tuck rule. You guys had like three listeners. We had like th- and, the, and, and they the were f- cussing us the and whole they like, time. They're like, can you just like keep sticking pins in our eyes? Like, what the heck are we doing yeah, here reliving yeah, this exactly. moment nonstop? Well, it's funny, you know, so so speaking of, speaking of the tuck rule, um, you know, I think I saw on Twitter, I can't remember who talked about it on Twitter, but like that moment, like how much, like I think that they posed the question of is there a, a certain play or a thing that happened that changed the entire like complexion of a team? And I mean, there's the no two, moment, the two more. trajectories of franchises is yeah. the way that that was worded. <laughs> yeah, I want to, I want to talk. A, go ahead, Mosh, because I want to bring just, this up. This is I'm a good just topic. laughing at they're, they're they're giving me a little bit of flack about about getting on Mark about his hair, right? Yeah. Rico says, respect to Mark, but after a few shots, it will be impossible to not laugh at his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that's the low hanging fruit, though, right? That's the low hanging. All right, uh, here's something interesting, though, and I want to talk about this. Okay. And this is a fun thing to bring up, and we're kind of going way off of where we were, but this is a great topic. So the the idea was brought up on Twitter. It was our good uh, buddy and listener, Brent Morris. And Brent posed the question, the, did the tuck rule and the impact of the tuck rule, did it alter the course of two franchises? Did it sway <laughs> the momentum of two franchises? Has there ever been a moment in sports history that have re- that have what? Just say what are you? I can't do a thing when you guys are laughing over there. Just get it out. No. So uh, Michelle's in there saying, "Are you guys trying to send me into a depression tonight?" We're talking about all the COVID stuff, which they said that was what they were talking about, and said the the second most uncomfortable uh, moment in Raiders fan radio history. And now we're talking about the Tucker Rule, which is the most uncomfortable uh, moment. All right, I'm, it's making me laugh. I'm uh, over here just dying. This right. is so funny. Well, okay, but I th- but I thought Brent's question was fair and so uh, is there a moment in sports that has had a bigger impact on the trajectory of franchises and i think that there are there are numerous what come on guys man Shit. what what just get it all out so i can go on with we can't thing. just get it all out because it's organic it's happening dude oh my gosh all right so <laughs> so <laughs> They're going. Schmucky's going. Hit us. Let's hit no a flashbacks to pain. Let's hit a break. Move uh. on. Killing it. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. 
Just win, baby. All right, so one of the one of the uh, hosts on, uh, on on a lot of the different shows that I, I really enjoy uh, hearing his commentary on is uh, is Adam Shine. He's on CBS Sports Network. Uh, we've we've featured Adam's comments here on the show before, and uh, and I thought Adam had a really cool segment. He does these little like quick hits and things uh, that that show up. Uh, he really it's it's part of his show, but then he'll take these little quick hitters and put them out there on the social media. And I thought this was really fair. Like he brings up, uh, he's talking about Derek Carr, and he's kind of talking about really the legacy of Derek Carr and Derek Carr's place. Um, we hadn't hit enough controversial subjects tonight, so let's talk about Derek Carr's quarterback. Um, so uh, so he brings up the idea of like what Derek Carr should mean to the Raiders, and you know, look again, you want talk about getting polarization around the fan base it's amazing to me still uh the amount of people that don't embrace Derek Foley uh as the quarterback of our football team the guy's done nothing but um show capability on and off the field to be an amazing leader for us my opinion uh but anyways but Adam brings that up and uh, and, and and I think he does it in a fair way because it reflects back on some of the other activity that's gone on around the franchise so let's check in with uh with Adam Shine and hear what he has to say about Derek Carr Love or love Derek Carr and Trent as the Raiders starter for his career. I loved it. Now, you know, Carr was fired up at his news conference, wants to play 15 more years. Look, he's not going to play. He's 30 now and plays 45. Only someone like Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, can do that. But Carr should be entrenched. He is a phenomenal, excellent, great franchise quarterback for the Raiders. I mean, I don't want John Gruden because of that dopey, awful contract in Trent, and Derek Carr's not. Derek Carr's light years better at his job than John Gruden is at his. I mean, wow. the drafting for Gruden and Mike Mack the last few years has been flat-out deplorable. Derek Carr should be a Raider forever. The Raiders have a winning franchise quarterback. They just have to get everything else moving in the right direction. Uh, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. You know, I, mean, we, I, I have my fun with Marcus Mariota. Sure, sure. You know, but but that guy's gonna be gone. You know, by week three of this season, I'm telling you. And and you know, and and that's good. And I'm sure we'll touch on it later. But Nathan Peterman. He showed up in that preseason game, man. I like what I saw, and I think he's going to be a good backup for Derek Carr. But Derek Carr is the man. Whether you like it or not, the guy has you know, sh- proven. I mean, last year was such a cr- – we, we always say every season is the most important year. Including Derek this Carr's, one. Including this one. <laughs> this one is the most important. <laughs> but last year, it was, last year was his most important season, and he shut a lot of people up, including two of the three guys that are sitting in this bonus room right now because you know Uncle Mosh has been Team DC the entire time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Last year, you and I, Murph, we weren't so sure, man. Going in in the off season of last year, we were highly considering the idea that Derek could be. I'm not going to say we were saying he was going to be playing for his job, but look, he had somebody that was the most capable challenger to his job that had ever happened in his prior. One hundred percent. You know, well, in, we never thought it was going to be Peterman challenging him for his certainly job. Certainly didn't think it was be Peterman, but we thought it'd be Marcus Mariota. We thought right. that that was going to be the thing. And I'll tell you what, it is very refreshing to see how well and capable Peterman was playing in that preseason game because of the idea that, like what Jeff said, realistic terms, Marcus. Mariota, yes, they invested in him to be a backup to, to Derek Carr and to, and to push him in iron sharpens iron and all that. But for them, but you got to think about it. 
it's an investment. It sure. was a way for them to take a player, rehabilitate his career, and then you know generate trade capital for him or something to that effect so it was definitely an investment on the raiders part and it's quickly showing that it's going to pay off and so you develop peterman right. to come along behind him because like you said mariota might be gone by week three well then if you don't have anybody if you have case kukas you know <laughs> Kuk- right kukas we hardly knew us you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like like the guy was in and gone like is that the guy you want backing up Derek Carr? absolutely exactly. not so exactly. it's gonna be nathan I, th- I think this year i think the the biggest uh the biggest guy that that we're gonna look at for dc's career is not john gruden is not it's it's gus bradley get this Let's defense go, get this dude. defense in the right spot which i i saw a lot of improvement this weekend man oh i my mean gosh. the bl- i mean and obviously it's preseason everyone calm down it's preseason I, you know I, we were we're like this every year yeah. we see preseason game 1 you know we lay a smack on you know the second and third string guys from the Seahawks and like oh my gosh we're the best team we're going to win the super bowl but like the game plan I loved the game plan going in, man. Like we saw a to- like a bunch of different looks, man. How many times do you see the Raiders come in on an all-out blitz? I mean, you, and how- Gus Bradley defense, that, let alone exactly that was incredible. Dude. It was and- awesome, man. That and everyone is going bananas over the over the Nate Hobbs sack, which it was beautiful. Well, I mean, one of the so cool- fast. One, oh, so it was fast. Let's, so- hey, let's check in with it because this is great. Let's just jump right into that. Okay, go for it. Pete Carroll, Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, all of those young players came in and contributed immediately and of course that was the chargers yes. not the rams good pressure off the edge and the sack in the back nate hobbs hobbs came they had no idea it was created a, created the pressure that gave him the sack fumble and it's going to be a raider football right here hobbs came they had no idea rich that he, he didn't have any idea where it was coming from there's a stinger it came right off the slot gino smith never felt him come he's going to come right off the slot there and Poor job in protection. Geno Smith has no idea. And Rich, the other part is Phylon inside 96, who recovered the fumble, took it away from him. He had nice pressure to the front. All right, so I love what uh, what what you brought up, Jeff, about yeah. like that was an electrifying play. Like Nate Hobbs executed just like he was he was asked to do. Uh, but to be set up and the way that that blitz worked from by blitzing from the strong side, that nickel corner, having him come in, uh, created some confusion. There was it was, uh, you know, having six guys coming at the quarterback created confusion on, on that Seattle offensive line. Now, granted, we're talking about a preseason offensive line. You're talking about guys that may or may not even be on the field when it comes to week one. But still, that idea that a guy that is not known historically for dialing up a blitz, dialed up a blitz with that player, and they executed it perfectly, not to mention Darius Phylon had amazing pressure and probably was going to sack Geno Smith anyways, regardless of what Nate Hobbs did. But the, the play was absolutely pulled off to perfection. Mosh, I know you had you were talking about it prior to the uh, prior to our show getting started. What would you think about the way that Nate came in on that play? We were watching, Jeff and I were watching it just just going over some highlights and stuff, and we were watching. Guys, if you haven't seen it, get on the YouTube and look at it, and they show it over and over, and then they zoom in on it. But, but what amazed me is it looked like we had 27 people rushing. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there was more silver and black in the backfield than there was whatever the colors they have. You know, it was, it was amazing, and he, he took his head off, man. Yeah. Should have been a penalty. I think in the real... You think I, so? I think so. You think he came in above the pads? I, not that I'm... 
for that being a penalty because sure, sure, I'm sure. not. Yeah. But by today's standards, I think he went. He was way above the shoulder pads. It was he was around the neck. Now, like like Swaggy said, he I think did, it shocked him. He didn't hit him. He didn't hit him in the chin. He didn't hit him in the helmet. But he didn't hit his pads either. So what's exposed? You know, hell, if that would have been you know if that would have been Peyton. Oh, jeez. Tom there was, Brady. Oh there, was, there was like nine vertebrae in there, you know, that were exposed. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he did. I mean, it was a guy. It was a hell of a it shot. Looked like, it looked like Macho Man Raider Savage coming in and laying like like one of his finishing moves. <laughs> yeah, you know, it really you know, did. Like, he, he creamed him, and it was yeah. great. But it did. It, we, had, we had, it looked like, it really did look like we had 10 guys on the line. There was just... They just blew right over. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. You know, and I take nothing away from Nate Hobbs, but I, th- I see now, like, you know, Raider Twitter lights up and goes, Nate Hobbs is going to be our starting corner or starting yeah. this. Well, easy. It was a great play. I think that let's not let the execution and the, and the, and the electrifying nature of that play outshine the coaching because I think that, like, yeah. seriously, like Gus Bradley, like, look – and if you want to get into – and we're going to hear from Gus here in a second because he's got – he was mic'd up this week too, but, like – Look, there's a lot of – I don't have the clips uh, to share with you because it just happened today, but uh, I think it was Jeff mentioned, you know, the Raiders went to L.A. They've had joint practices today with the Rams. And look, I know better than to get excited about a preseason game. I know better than to get excited about, about, uh, you know, joint practices. But look, if you were following Twitter today during the Raiders' joint practice with the Rams, if you weren't getting pumped up, then check your Raider fan pulse because the Raiders were whipping the Rams today. We're talking about a Matthew Stafford-led Rams teams that, of course, is one of the the freaking, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? What's the word I'm looking for? The One of the freaking, you know. Not uh, elite, but. but yeah, whatever. Like one yeah, of the, 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 the. One of the good ones. The preferred, the preferred team. What, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, the favorites. The, the fa- yeah, whatever, the elite the, favorite. Yeah, the, uh, you know, a lot of the pundits are picking the Rams. Whatever. So this is a very, very good you know, football team coached, of course, by Sean McVay, but has amazing players like Jalen Ramsey. Oh, yeah, by the way, who's the, the consensus best corner in all of football, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, Jalen Ramsey. And who torched him today three times? Uh, that's Ron the Materators boy. That's uh, number 13, Hunter Renfro. When Hunter Renfro is whipping the best corner in the league, things are going good for your football team. Well, yeah. Henry Ruggs was catching bombs from Derek Carr in the end zone. Derek Carr was hitting Darren uh, Waller in the corner of the end zone. Yep. Who threw that? Oh, that would be Derek Carr. Oh. Uh, we know <laughs> that we know that we were getting picks today. Littleton had a pick. They picked off Matthew Stafford three times. Now look, I know it's joint practices, but when we're talking about taking it to the freaking Rams in a joint, look, that fired me up, man. Absolutely. We were we were absolutely wearing them out, not only on offense but defensively too. Yep. We were taking Razul Douglas had a pick today. Like, yep. oh my gosh. Yep. Well, and you know, so and, and you know who I've been really impressed with watching the preseason game and a little bit of this too is Zay Jones. That guy's legit, dude. You know, I mean, he kind of flew under the radar a little bit last yeah. year. And yeah, stuff. but he came in before we signed him, though. Remember, he came in. Everybody was talking about how great he was. Right. Oh, absolutely. And then, oh, we yeah. needed to get him. We needed to get him. We needed yeah. to get him. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, he changed his number to seven this year. Lucky sevens, man, and he's he's. 
you know? Best celebration on the sideline, too. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. So funny, so dude. Good. He's great, man. Zay Jones is awesome. Hey, I know we've been talking so much tonight, uh, but Swag Jeff, tell us what's going on in the chat. I know we've had a lot of uh, Super Chats coming in. And, and yeah. please, and read the comments on those Super Chats, those yeah, folks that are uh, so kind Sh- to donate. the Raider, Aaron, uh, uh, let's see. I th- and I think one of the Mangus guys did. I, I can't scroll up that far, but... Uh, I'll find it But, yeah, I think four ninety nine from Daniel Mangus. Uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear. What do you say, too? Tell us about uh, it. Uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear, $10, says, thanks for keeping it awkward tonight, guys. Sometimes we need, <laughs> sometimes we need to have these conversations. Daniel uh, said... And there's uh, Daniel Mangus. Uh, Hobbs killed Smith. F the flag. It's football. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, and listen, and I'll just say just one last parting shot here, and then Mosh, take us to see if fans please it. Actually, you know what? I got one more thing I want to I want oh, to. I thought you were going to do the. the uh, weren't you going to do it? A- yeah, we're getting long though, so I'm gonna. We'll just we'll just hit the rest of those. We're 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 good on those. Okay. Um, but I I do want to say, look, you know, this is. I'm not like this whole Raider Nation. We, yes, sometimes we do need to have awkward conversations. And look, Raider Nation is family, and us here, we're legit family. So we can have this out, we, yep. and, and, and we all, we all going to love each other no matter what. So we're gonna, it's okay to talk about this stuff and share it with you. All right, one, a uh, couple more things I want to get to. I got this piece of paper here in front of me. This is interesting. So speaking of, of, of Swag Jeff, what he, what he brought up, and this is what kicked off my memory, about, uh, about uh, Zay Jones. All right? So Zay Jones right now is your number two wide receiver. The Raiders released, for those of you that are on the audio podcast, the Raiders released this depth chart going into week two. And this was very interesting to of me. Of the preseason. Of the preseason. Yeah, excuse me, of the preseason. Yeah, I so, thought I missed something. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of the preseason. As of right now, on the depth chart, Zay Jones is number two on the other side of John Brown. Okay. Neither one of them are starting. You're starting wide receivers for your Las Vegas Raiders. As of right now, Henry Ruggs III and Brian Edwards. Absolutely. Those are your start two starting guys. That's the way it should be. And then you got Brown and, and, and Jones, and then, of course, Keelan Doss, and then Marcel Aitman. Right. Uh, and then, of course, Renfro. Uh, Renfro shows it. Yes, Renfro is your, of course your your, your slot. starting slot. Yeah, and then uh, and then Willie Sneed and then DJ Turner back him up. But I thought that was very interesting that the two rookies who we need to step up in in their second year yep. uh, are or, were were, uh, were leading off in terms of uh, being starters. Also on that list, jump into the defensive side of the ball. Max Crosby, no surprise there. Tanner Muse, what? What is it? Go. Tanner Muse uh, at, str- at the strong. Nick Morrow is your starting middle linebacker with Corey Littleton on the weak side and Kwiatkowski backing up. Now, I don't think that's going to hold. I don't think Nick Morrow is going to be your starting middle linebacker. You I think don't it's think? Gonna, I think it's going to be Kwiatkowski. Nah, Quit. man. I, it's Morrow, bro. Quit. Really? I, I really think it's Morrow. Morrow had an incredible season last year, man. He yeah, stepped he up. Did. He stepped up big time. And you know, remember we had the inside take that the team wasn't sold on him. And yeah, we and heard that from inside the locker room. From inside the locker room, we heard that. Yep. And I think he shut a lot of people up last year. Yeah, he sure did. You he know, sure maybe did. that's why number fifty-one didn't come back to silver and black. Ooh, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, you know, God. you know. Is that, is that why we don't fired. play this? What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah. That's why we don't play that anymore. Yeah. So, so I was... So I was, ch- I was I'm going to get a new jersey over there. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, Change that jersey up for a, that 51 to a 15. Oh, oh, I like it. I like it. Hey, let me, 
go ahead, Jeff. So I was I was chuckling while you were talking there because uh, we were talking about the awkwardness of the show tonight. Mm. And uh, yeah. and Ron the Mater Ron the Materator says next week tune in as RFR gets their prostate exam live. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Hey, so let yeah. me let me throw this out there. Let's see what you guys think. Okay. Okay. So you know how we've extended the season this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've extended the season. You got COVID protocol. You got all this other stuff going on. I was talking. I, I just got back. You know, I got I got back this morning from from casino a, sports. Cas, casino sports. Which oh, I laid nice. a, I laid a couple bets. I'll tell you about that in a second. Okay. I, I was talking with this guy, and I came up with this idea. I'm like, you know, if we're going to extend the season, why not extend the roster? They did. You, but it used to be the 53, right? Yeah. What would they extend it to? 58. Is it 58? I thought it was 55. Is it only 55? I thought there were, but I didn't know it went through. I thought there was talk about it. But but did it did it actually happen? Yeah, did it, that, it did go to fifty eight. Well, well, I know last year for sure they did it. Look it up, Jeff, if you don't mind, please. While we're talking, Aaron the Q Doc says fifty five. Fifty five. Okay, because okay, I know because I knew they extended it out, and then it goes even past that, and then we still have because it used to be a ten man practice roster, right, but I believe right. that's even bigger now. Aaron or chat room, please tell us. But I because they did it for COVID was exactly, the original, and exactly. then I think they carried a big chunk of that over. That's a great question, Mosh. So yeah, Chronicles of the Black Hole says fifty-five, um, and so and and let us know what the practice squad is. Is that still is that still ten man or what does that look like too? Because I remember that 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 I know had been done. I didn't know that 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 they had that it had gone through all the way exactly for who we can carry on the team. Yeah, uh, it that, is fifty-five. Good. Oh look at Chevy Silver Raider says fifty-eight. Not bad. I prefer sixty. <laughs> right on. Nice. So does absolutely. Mosh. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was fifty-five for about nine years. Well, yeah, you were. You still are. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so I got uh, one more before we get off this roster thing. The other one that jumped out at me that I thought was interesting, and I want to hear from both you guys on this, is that uh, two starting safeties. And, and maybe this isn't a surprise. I don't know, but it was a little bit to me to see it in writing, anyways. At the, quote, strong, of course, safety safety nowadays, but at the strong is Jonathan Abram, and at free is uh, our second-round draft pick, uh, Trayvon Merrick. I'd love that. Not surprising, or does that surprise uh, you? No, it doesn't surprise me at all. That's what it needs to be. That's what it needs it's to be. It's what it needs to be, man. Carl Joseph just going to rotate in, you think? Tyree yeah, Gillespie, man. rotate yeah. in? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, he's kind of, I mean, that, that, safety room right now is kind of like how it was last year i mean i think obviously obviously it's improved uh but you know because last year was abram and eric harris and then jeff heath ro rotating in. right and right so now right, you right. got carl joseph who is a capable rotation guy very much so man absolutely yeah, yeah i think that's a, that was a solid pickup for the raiders i'm excited to see i think merrig and oh, look, i'm not going to get all crazy i'm not going to say this is going to be atkinson and freaking tatum but in terms of oh, skill set, oh, 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 oh. in terms of like you lit up on that one, Mike, right? In terms of skill set, though, Merrig and Abram, it's yeah. We're talking the same kind of dynamic, player dynamic between the two. Uh, look, I, I you know we'll see where it goes, but I think they certainly have the potential. The, I'll say this: their play will complement each other. Yeah, we'll see. It's the, we'll be determined how successful I'm gonna they call, are. I'm going to call this right now. Morig, Do it. Bold predictions. M Morig is defensive rookie of the year. 
Seriously? Let's yeah. go, Swag Jeff. I like Come it. on. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Take it to the bank. All right. All right. Take it to the bank. All right, Uncle Mosh. <laughs> Aaron says 17 and 0, including the Chiefs forfeiting to us in KC. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> they're just not going to even come out. No. No, they're no. going to be driving around the stadium while we're out there on the sidelines. They're going to be scared after we whip them in Allegiant Stadium. They won't want to come back out. Nice. All right. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and hit the Sea of Fans mailbag, Uncle Mosh, and hear from the best of Raider Nation. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, welcome into the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is where we hear from the best of Raider Nation. This is where we love to read your emails and, uh, of course, hear your amazing voicemails that you all call in every week. And we've got some great ones to get to tonight. Uh, so you can contact us a multitude of ways. You can jump in the chat like so many folks have here tonight. Uh, Chris Gang is in there. Raider born Rico. What's up, Rico? Man, been a minute since we heard you, heard a phone call from you. Uh, give us a shout, man. Uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Uh, and that goes for everybody in the chat room. We want to hear from all of you. And yeah, you can do that by sending us a, a, an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, or you can call the voicemail line, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And uh, so yeah, Matthew Mangus is in there. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider pool is in there. Aaron Crocker coming to us all the way from Australia is in there. What's up, uh, Aaron? Uh, Coach David. Coach Davis. He's back. What's up, brother? Good to see you, uh, Aaron. Q Dog Raiders. I mentioned the Big Easy is in there. Uh, Chronicles of the Black Hole is in there. Foxy Scorpio is in there. Ron the Materator, of course, holding it down. Who's got the toughest job? In He's been busy tonight. <laughs> He's, been, He's been, busy. been really busy. He's been tonight. really busy tonight. <laughs> I like. I like what Rico said. He said. Swag with the golden nuggets. Uh-uh. <laughs> and Rico knows about golden nuggets. Uh, hey, hey, hey. hey, and you got golden nuggets and a silver jersey over there, man. You're rocking the new Waller. Yeah, oh, man. Show that thing off, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I love this thing, bro. You yeah. like those silver ones, man. Yeah, man. I love that, man. I'm all, see, I'm, I like the alternates. You do. I'm a big alternate guy, uh, man. You know, whatever. You do it's your you. lifestyle, bro. Yeah, man. Whatever. Love is love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here at the top of the show, we do emails. (laughs) Dicks. Uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Evening, everybody. (laughs) This is the most awkward show ever. Hope you are all well. Hey, turn this to make me more red. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, get get him really going. So for those of you on the podcast <laughs> that are listening, Josh, it, uh, Murph is adjusting. <laughs> Murph is adjusting little Swaggy J's <laughs> lights, and he looks like he looks like he's been. <laughs> hey, looks it looks like go. he got into his little girl's makeup and put put the the <laughs> lipstick all over his cheeks. <laughs> Jeez, my. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Oh, Hope gosh. you are well. <laughs> To start tonight, I'd like to say a word for our good friend, Swaggy J. I get the do not sit in Uncle Masha's chair side of things, and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. But maybe ease up on the beatings a little, or put an armed <laughs> guard on Michelle. Next time she's in the cave, you see, 
She seemed to really enjoy herself and with the tray and the kicking. And I get the feeling she have, may have done this once or twice in her life. Well, yeah. <laughs> my, oh, my. <clears throat> the whole show was as good as ever last week. So much so that I listened to it back to the voicemails from SIA fans a couple of times. I'd been watching some comedy heroes on the YouTube. A little Mel Brooks, a little Tim Conway, and a little Harvey Corman. But what made me laugh more was than all of those was Eyepatch's email. It yes. was outstandingly funny, along with the sad sack audio, which makes me cry <laughs> laughing every time I hear it. That's so it's true. The best. On my day of reckoning, <clears throat> when they throw me in the ground or chuck me in a furnace, if somebody plays sad sack, people will still hear me laughing. How good it is to have some football again. I know it's only preseason, but it's still so good to have it back. The game was pretty much what we expected to see. We got some good time. Uh, we got some good game time into the younger guys, and there was some good highlights from one or two players, which are worthy of note. Keelan Doss and Zay Jones let people know they're still around. B.J. Emmons and Trey Regis with some good RB skills, and Nate Hobbs. I love that kid. Hitting their quarterback like a heat-seeking missile. We also learned that it was still, it still feels good to beat the Sea Dorks, whatever the occasion. They're not my most hated team in the league, but they still bring me out, break me out in a rash. It goes back to when they were in the AFC West and all the Steve Largent and Brian Bosworth garbage. In conclusion, a good start to the preseason program and when it's all said and done <coughs> excuse me and when it's all said and done the only good thing to come out of seattle is fraser crane ah nice, nice. now to the elephant in the room <clears throat> sorry uncle mosh wait whoa yeah he did and I think <laughs> you go, Paul. Jeez. Jeez. Taking a shot at the fat guy, <laughs> Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. Paul. Oh, my gosh. That's I'll read funny. it again. Now oh. to the elephant in the room. None of us are immune to taking shots. I'm telling time. you. And I You're read in... it twice about me. <laughs> now to the elephant in the room. Third time. Sorry, Uncle Mike. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> but please indulge uh. me for a second. <laughs> Is this the Raiders' biggest season in years? The biggest, no pun intended. No pun intended, huge guy. <laughs> My short answer is no, and here's why. For any changes to happen, we would have to have a seriously bad season. A losing season, for sure. If we do crap the bed, then the major pressure will be on Mark Davis as to what happens next. But we aren't going to have a losing season. You see, we are headed to the postseason this year. And you know what, Paul? I made a bet on that in the bookies room down there. Uh, there has to be progression shown at all times, and I believe that it has been shown. We are moving in the right direction. Maybe not as quickly as we would have liked to have been moving, but it's happening. It may be that the foundations that are being laid now won't yield glory for Gruden and Carr, but for the next generation that will have a better chance tomorrow because of the hard work being done today. 
I choose to be positive, and I'm looking forward to a winning season and postseason opportunities. I still have the dream of our fourth title coming soon, and... <laughs> Excuse Jeez, me. I couldn't help it. He got shit. me laughing so Switch hard. Switch to on the, the filters, Mosh. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, I should have gone to those those uh, those camel unfiltered lights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gruden and Carr, and they're still very much part of that. Picture the scene. Roger Goodell and Jim Nance step aside on the podium as Mark Davis smiles down a camera lens, holding the Lombardi Trophy aloft and shouting, just win, baby! Let's go! With a cardboard cutout of a miserable-looking Pete Rozelle next to him for old time's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> On to the Rams this weekend. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner, 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020, BRT Sizzler, scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Sorry about it. Let's go, Paul. 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 Paul, we always appreciate you, Paul. The best of the emailers. And yes, please keep uh, keep emailing us at uh, at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And listen, if we play your, or play your, if we read your email uh, or play your voicemail, I'm screwing that up. If we read your email and indefinite, what a weird show. Somebody said that. In there. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me that said that. Yeah, that was that was Swaggy J that said that. <laughs> Aaron said 30 seconds of Paul and one insult. And one insult. The elephant in the room. All right. So if we read your email an indefinite amount of times, or if we play your voicemail three times, you can become a made man or a made woman like Paul, like Michelle, like Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, like so many of the other uh, amazing folks that we have in the chat room. And uh, so in terms of the made man and the uh, made men and the made women, uh, we have a, a captain of that crew. We uh, Every crew needs a captain and uh he is our good friend aaron the q dog raider we call him the capo and he always kicks off this segment so let's go ahead and check in with our buddy aaron greetings i'm eric the Larry moss on the boss sunny our sergeant on the sizzler big raider trucker mojo for when the universe speaks ramon the mean king swag jeff ron the maid raider nation maybe it's me but i've never seen murph and uh, bears coach matt nagy in the same place at the same time <laughs> 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 enter the 2020 draft cj henderson was widely regarded as one of the best in the entire class selected number nine overall by the jags um the plan to replace superstar Jalen Ramsey. Um, fast forward to 2021, however, things are not going according to script. Recently, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler broke the news that the team may be putting the firmer force round uh, cornerback up uh, for, for trade. Um, during that same draft, however, the Raiders picked up their own first-round cornerback, the red-tipped and dipped uh, Damon Arnett from Ann Ohio State University. Surely Mike Mayock never expected Henderson to become available a year later. Hey, if given the opportunity, the Raiders have to pull the trigger on this and further shore up that secondary. Now, um, post-game uh, 
uh, wrap up the Raiders rookies that are making the impact the most, uh, stemming from that 20 to 7 victory over the Seahawks, Nate Hobbs. He staked his claim early to be the starting slot cornerback. Um, Backs, uh, Trey Regis and, uh, BJ Emmons, my favorite and according to Josh, uh, Jacobs, um, his favorite too. Um, the competition. I love it how everybody was saying about Regis, how it rhymes with Vegas, and he's already taken on that nickname. Nice. Isn't that Good. so cool? I love, I love it. it. Yeah. Between the two is definitely iron shopping iron. Uh, wide receiver DJ Turner, um, he's putting Willie Sneed, you know, in the spin cycle. Uh-huh. He might make that sixth, uh, why receive the vacancy? Now, Dylan Stoner, he's trying to surpass both Turner and Sneed to get that sixth spot as well, especially as a special teamer. Alex Leatherwood, he held his own pretty well. He doesn't like make the same mistake twice, and he's very businesslike, but his Look pass good, protection man. certainly could use improvement. Safeties, Trayvon Merrick and Tyron, excuse me, Tyree Gillespie, both got a, a tackle apiece and are looking good. Now, by Tuesday, August 24th, 1 p.m., the Raiders need to cut down to 80 men, and the last roster cut to 55 is going to have to happen on the 31st of August at 1 p.m. Silver linings. It's good to have kicker Daniel Carlson back off of the COVID list, and kudos to Mark Davis for uh, making sure that everybody attending the Death Star is vaccinated. The hit list. Case Kukas, Dominic Eberly, Liam McCullough, Bo Scarborough, Caleb Scott, Devontae Bosby, Ethan Westbrook, Tim Tebow, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, insurrectionist, as per usual, Mike Dicka. Did I make the time limit? Rude. <laughs> you just made it in, Capo. Absolutely, man. Great job, as always, and always love to hear from our Capo as he kicks off this segment of our voicemails. All right, so we've got uh, a couple of made men coming in, but then we have a new caller this week. Nice. Yeah, love, love to hear new callers. It's been a hot minute since we had a new made man or a made woman around here, and uh, so look forward to, uh, to hearing from this gentleman a couple more times. We see him in the chat. We've seen him in the chat a lot lately. Uh, he goes by chronicles of the black hole uh, and he also in real life his name is daniel and so let's go ahead and check in with our good buddy daniel hey this is og daniel from chronicles of the black hole i love that michelle and uncle my beat down a swag <laughs> that was some real wwe stuff man that was entertainment at its finest all right, there we go. That's all. That was quick and painless. Quick and painless, man. Good Perfect. To, good to hear from Daniel, man. And yeah, you know, uh, I had a front row seat to that ass whipping, and uh, I got to <laughs> tell you, man, that was some of the hardest I've ever laughed on this show, man. That was that was really funny, and uh, uh, yeah, it, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell him what you what the text you sent to all of us the next day, Jeff. Oh, what about just being sore? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, it hurts so bad. In the business, they call it taking bumps, and you took some bumps. I took a few bumps, man. And you know, Michelle, you know, she 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 got me pretty good. But that may be, you know, the fannies. You know, we talked about uh, ass whippings of right, you know, right, right. Swag Jeff's career. Yeah, and and that one that one's the front runner for next year. Oh, yeah, man. The, uh, the Swag Jeff Beatdown Award. Yeah, man. You might that even was, catch that one on the regular show, was, not even the off-camera real. technical award. Yeah, it yeah. was real. Yeah, you got my ass, you got my head, you got er- <laughs> you got everything, man. Yeah, yeah it, it was. Yeah, it wasn't fun. For those of you that that, that that missed it, go back and check us out on the TikToks at Raiders Fan Radio, and you can see uh, Swag Jeff get beat down uh, by uh, our good friend Michelle, and of course uh, Uncle Mosh. We had some we had some good parts in that. That were that was fun. Oh, so you, fun! You, know, you guys the, did great. You the, guys the, did great. The, but I think my favorite thing, though, more than the donut, which oh, you know you thought I was good. That was hilarious. The, but, Michelle goes, "I Mosh, I got donuts." But the but the best was <laughs> her back kick. 
when we oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was dragging her away and she's still trying she's to still kick still him. Still taking shots <laughs> and then beat you. And then, and then, then, yeah, then turned, turned on you. And she's got such a, a good improviser. Oh my man. gosh, she's so the best. Good. And that's Aaron the Q Dog Raider in the chat says Michelle turned heel. <laughs> yes, she did. Absolutely, she did. <laughs> yeah. Sugar Ray Sweat is what they're calling her. That's what oh, Paul called her. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That was so much fun. Anyway, so check that out there on the TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. The manga, the, uh, Matthew Manga says, "Wait till I catch you, swag." Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey. It's hey. As the kids say, it's on site with you, bro. Is that what they say? That's it's they on say. site with. You, on site, man. Oh. The, hey, Mangus Brothers are throwing hands at Swag Jack. Hey, bring it on, man. Yeah, uh, bring it on. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Mangus Brothers, Swag Jeff is my best friend. You may have beef with him, but that's my guy, man. Like, take it easy on you him. Might have to, you might yeah, have to. But, but you know what? You didn't do a damn thing <laughs> last week. So I don't try. I don't, <laughs> that was different. <laughs> nah, you ain't in my corner, that, bro. <laughs> you ain't in my damn corner. Got, you, were, I, you were fogging your damn glasses up. I'm over up. here trying to run the show. Someone's got to produce the show. To, yeah, to, and I was laying on the to ground. Show, to demonstrate all that fabulous sports entertainment to the rest Holy of the podcasting cow. world. I can't come out from behind a desk. What yeah. are you, we yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. had to commentate. Yeah, that's right. Right, yeah, exactly. I should have done a better job. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's get up into our next. So speaking of made men, uh, we love our good friend down in Houston. Uh, he is Houston Raider Steve and always comes with the great Raiders history. Murph, my swag, Jeff, nation, Houston Raider Steve. I was going to say, I was, as you know, I was lucky enough to go to the... Uh, and what are you coming at me for? You're the one that kept sitting in his damn chair. <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm not going to protect he's your still, ass. He's still thinking if, about that. Looking, if you're going to make a dopey decision like sit in Uncle Mosh's <laughs> chair after he told you not to do it like 75 times, uh, if you catch an ass whipping, that's your own fault. So if the Mangus brothers want to throw hands on site, whatever. Mangus brothers have at him. Wow. Well, damn. Yeah. Damn. Who just but, turned but, heel now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, I love it. That's funny. You, of course, he did try to suck you into his his maniacal last week when you, you, at one point you were taking shots. Oh yeah, no! Yeah, you yeah. Said, stop oh, yeah. roping me into this. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm not roped now. All right, Paul Egerton <laughs> says delayed reaction from Murph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow, Paul. This is my yeah, speed. Aaron the cute dog Raider just says that Don has ordered a hit. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I, I, man. I run a little slow, man. It takes yeah, me a little man, bit to dang, catch y'all up. Y'all are taking shots of swag all day. This is worse than the ass whipping. I'd rather y'all just kick my ass than, you know, question my freaking integrity. Good night. <laughs> Good Police night. says oh, Murph geez. with a legendary promo. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> oh, you know I love you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Funny way of showing it though, right? No kidding. All right. Let's... Houston Raider Steve, where are you at? Say me, bro. <laughs> there we go. Murph Moss, Brad Jeff, Nation. Houston Raider oh, Steve. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was as you know, I was lucky enough to go to the uh, uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony, but I wanted to tell you something. That guy, Drew Pearson, Will Rogers used to say he never met a man that he didn't like. Well, he never met Drew Pearson. That guy's <laughs> ego, the only ego that's bigger than his, is Jerry Jones. <laughs> they love looking in the mirror. It's all about them. You know, you have Tom Flores, who's probably the face of the Raiders, is what we were saying. He's got to wait, what, 22, 23 years to get in? And this blank clown, Drew Pearson... Whole time I've I've lived in Texas over fifty years. That guy is the biggest self promoter. Always, you know. Come on. By the way, he did push off against uh, 
that guy when he got that immaculate, immaculate catch that he made up in Minnesota in the end zone for that touchdown. He pushed off. Excuse me. I can't tell you much. You tell you had a rough time. Colonoscopy than listen to Drew Pearson. <laughs> that clown was up there. Me, 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 me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. He's been like that his whole life. I can't stand the man. Man, that guy sucked. Worst speech I've ever heard. And you make Tom Flores the classiest man you'll ever meet. Nicest guy, down to earth, salt of the earth. The nicest person you'll ever meet. Has to go after that clown. Keister clown, I'll call him. Screw that dude. He sucked. Worst speech ever. What do you really think? Man, I almost had to go to the bathroom and puke up nachos. Listen to that crap. He sucked. Man. That's like having to give a trophy to the participation kid. Oh. Worse. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, great stuff there from uh, from our good buddy Houston Raiders, Steve. Appreciate you. And yeah, not a finer point to be made in terms of the contrast that was going on there. You Seriously. Know, like we talked about not that long ago, a few weeks ago, about Giannis Antetokounmpo and about his amazing comments that he made during the finals about, you know, not living in the past, not living, uh, not projecting what's mm-hmm, going to be in the future, mm-hmm. about being in the present. Like there's no one that runs more counter than that to that than Drew Pearson. Like someone that just wants to celebrate self. And again, I'll save you the, the rant about Cliff Branch. But uh, anyways, yes, uh, great points there by our good friend, Houston Raider Steve. All right, we got one more to get to tonight before we get out of here for the for the evening. Appreciate all of you, Raider Nation. Um, so in terms of the um, best caller or email of the week, uh, we turn that over to uh, the legendary Uncle Mosh, and he awards the Sizzler Award to the best call or the best emailer. And uh, so let's go ahead and check in with the last one, and then we'll hear from Uncle Mosh on who the best one was. I hate Seahawks. <laughs> I hate them so much. I don't want to talk about the preseason win or anything else. Y'all laugh when I get this way, but apparently my email to you guys last year wasn't enough to describe my loathing for these sucky second-class seasonal. It was a good one. That was but a then good again, one. You guys are not Alaskans. You're not from Alaska. You probably have no idea. But maybe some of you might understand. But let me try again because I hate the sea chicken. Preseason is nothing to frown at as we get to see how good our bench is going to be. But wait, this is the first football game Raider Nation gets to show up and watch the Raiders play. Supremely significant, sensationally salient to know how big is Raider Nation going to be and how they're going to sound in the new stadium. And they are playing against a team that I swear makes my blood seethe more than the Kansas City Chiefs the Seattle Sea Quacks, and their insufferable 12th man. I hate them. I hate them so much. They are scum to the center of their being, and their self-serving slave-like behavior to the spotlight can only be described as sluttish. (laughs) Did any of you know that there were two broadcasts going on during the game? Well, I sure have seen it, because throughout the entire game, the announcers were going over the C-Clucks, and only the C-Clucks. They were even interviewing players while the Raiders had the ball, while they had True that. the ball yep. on offense. They were freaking doing interviews on them. They were interviewing players such as D.K. Metcalf, 
Golden Tate, Russell Wilson, all advertisements were about Seattle and only Seattle. The announcers were wearing Seattle polo shirts. Getting excited on Seattle plays, but complaining about the rest of the calls when it wasn't about them and not showing enthusiasm for the Raiders. I thought I was losing my mind until I went on Facebook and asked Raider Nation if I was the only one. I'm not. Apparently, Raider fans all over the world are experiencing this. They experienced it. You mean to tell me that during the Raiders' first game ever in front of fans, you were going to focus on nothing but the away team? Where is the fairness in that? Where is the neutrality? Why isn't there a broadcast for the Raiders? So well, there was. I watched the game on mute while listening to the radio, which was 30 seconds behind. I hate the sea cup. <laughs> well, you know what? I apologize. Murph, because you are going to need to edit or bleed this out. Because fuck the Seacocks, fuck Seattle, and their shitty ass, rainy all year weathering city asses. Google Voice. Oh! <laughs> Got the three-minute time on it there, Kill Jadis. But great call. That's our good buddy, Kill Jadis, of oh. course. He calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. So, listen, th- there, I, I feel you that on whatever broadcast you got in Alaska, yeah, that would have been one of the Seattle oh, Seahawks yeah. broadcast. That makes Absolutely. sense, and that sucks that you had to see that. Now I'm doing the Seas. But uh, for those of us that streamed it and, and were able to find ways, it was the Raider. It was Matt Millen, Beth Mowens, and Rich Gannon. So it was a very Raider-centric Broadcast, and that was the one they replayed. Then, of course, on the NFL Network. But I feel your pain, man. And and I, you know what? The one that I really can't stand is like when we play, like because usually, or at least a lot of times, when we play Seattle, because usually we play the West Coast teams during the preseason, we play them at their place. Right. And those are the gross ones where they're just. I mean, yes, it's incessant and whatever, and you have no option other other than that for the you know as a fan to watch. But right. at least in this one, they had an, an alternate broadcast. Uh, and, and that you know, fortunately, he didn't get it, but a lot of us did. Saw the yeah. Raiders, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, and I and I like his point about uh, them interviewing the stupid players in the middle of the game. Like, I get that they want to do that. Preseason's the time to do that and stuff. But just have it playing in the background, like they're cutting to DK Metcalf just standing there without his pads on. I'm like, I don't want to see that move. You know, right, I mean, right, like, right. Get, get out of here. I'm trying to watch the game. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm with them on that for sure. Absolutely. So, uh, so you stoked for the for the Rams game, Swago? Well, yeah, it's especially be great, after right? especially after you know hearing about practice and stuff today. Yeah, yeah, it could be another big. It might be, a, be it might be a one. little a uh, little snarky out there. Yeah, well, yeah. They, you know, after, and your boy Incognito was mixing yeah. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. All right, Mosh, who do you got for the best of the best? And so, of course, we heard from Paul. Paul took a shot at it, and, and, and he he apologized in the chat saying, "Oh, Mosh, I didn't." Hey, Paul, never apologize for a good bit. <laughs> you right? know, you don't have to do that. We heard from we heard from the Capo. He got in under the time limit, even though Capo, you know, you ain't scared of Google Voice. And then OG Daniel came in with a hello. We got to hear his voice, and it was great. Uh, Houston Raider Steve Drew Person. Drew Pearson, the only man Will Rogers would not like. Love that line, and then, man. And then I love the uh, uh, about puking up his nachos. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> I was glad that the goodbye is back. Yes, the and, goodbye is legit. And Kill Jadis. Oh, my gosh. Such a, you know, Kill Jadis, you know me. The fans know me. I'm all about hate. 
You know, when it comes when it comes to rivalries and hate, and I know that that being up there in Alaska, heck, you can see Russia from your house. Okay, you're so far north. <laughs> you hate the Seahawks, and I get it, and I love you for that. But I I hate that Google Voice gotcha. And with Houston Raider Steve, who is is part of the is part of the team, he can't get the Sizzler, right? Well, no, he can get it. Oh, he can oh, get the sure, Sizzler. Oh, sure, yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was part of the team who's got it enough, and then you know because he is the historian. No, he's eligible. Uh, well, then Houston Raiders Steve, hey. I am the Sizzler. 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 I don't know how I messed that up. I thought he was ineligible. Oh, we are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Island of Foster Moreau. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that? I don't know. I don't know what I can. I watched the Val Kilmer thing the other night, so I was thinking of the Island of Doctor Moreau. So okay, that's kind of cool. I'm sure someone else has come up with that already. I don't know about the Island of Foster Moreau. I don't know. Peter Schrager had Foster Moreau as one of his breakout players, top ten breakout players in all of the NFL. Good. Yeah. Interesting. Remember on Hard Knocks. When John Gruden did the whole thing with the Morrow, 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 Morrow. Yes, that was <laughs> that so was funny. Such a good bit. It was Josh Morrow, Nicholas Morrow, and Foster Morrow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, What's your name? Morrow. What's your name? Morrow. What's your name? Morrow. And all three are spelled differently. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was a good bit. All right. So appreciate all of you joining us live here tonight for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, keep it weird, Raider Nation, right? But hey, listen, you know, it's all love and uh, and and I, I actually really enjoyed this show. I'm sorry Me that too. if it if it if it if it felt any kind of way to anybody, but uh, this I think these things are healthy. And I think that it's it's a good thing to to, to go through and uh, and especially when we're considering the Mangus brothers beating up on on our, on our best friends, then, you know, listen, there's just some visuals that you just got to embrace. Right, Swag Jeff? Well, and especially all the talk about <laughs> colonoscopies. Yeah, oh, no comment. I, so it's so funny. So here we are talking about all these, like, crazy things tonight, and then the, the chat room has been going off about colonoscopies all night. Like, how did that, yeah, <laughs> how right? those things connect? I have no idea. But anyways, we love you, Raider Nation. Man, thank you so much for everything that you do to support this show. Thank you for everything you do to support Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we appreciate you. Please hit us up on the TikToks at Raiders Fan Radio, of course, all the different social media platforms, uh, and then on this video, like and subscribe it, share it with your friends, uh, just just spread the love, please Raider Nation. That's how we grow the show, and the more that we grow the show, the more money we're able to give away via the One Nation Foundation, and we appreciate you uh, very very much. All right, I'm gonna throw it to my buddy Swag Jeff and then Uncle Mosh take us out for the night, gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate the heated engagements at times. I love you guys, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, thank you to uh, everyone in the chat. Kill Jadis, B. Al, Big Easy, Michelle Sweat, uh, Paul, uh, Aaron Whoa. the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Jeffrey Oregolo, uh Big Easy, Lencho, uh, Raider Born Rico, Lee B., Coach Davis, Damage Inc. Raider Nation Scotland. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, if you thought this was awkward... Uh, it'll be better next week then. <laughs> Can't wait for episode two fourteen. That's you right. Know? Here we go. So Uncle Mosh, take us home, my man. Well, you know, I, I kind of like awkward. I know, but you know, we do. We you got you, sometimes if you don't talk about it, 
you can just sit there and stew, and that doesn't do anybody any good. It's, right. not, good for, it's not good for your blood pressure, and it'll make your hair turn white like me and Pete Koch. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody we appreciate y'all showing up tonight it was a great show i thought it was a good show i like it we appreciate everybody in here swaggy j my little buddy my nephew the murph you've been listening to raiders fan radio where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side sometimes a heavy side journey into the dark side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But remember, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Get your shots. Wear your masks. Be safe out there. God bless. Good night. Good night, YouTube. Beat the lambs' ass. Well, yeah. Woo-woo. I'm with Michelle. I like pineapple on a pizza, too. I do too, man. It's a California thing. Oh, yeah. Is that what I, it is? I love it. Yeah, I like the I ham like and pineapple. pineapple and ham. I like ham and pineapple oh. on pizza. Yeah, I'm not. I don't fall into that East Coast uh-uh. bias of you can't fruit uh-uh. a pizza. Uh, uh-uh. don't what fruit about my the, beer. Have you ever had Detroit pizza? That it's all square. It's kind of like a Sicilian pizza. Yeah, I like it's it. Good. Yeah, it's, it's not I'm, quite I'm a th- because it reminds us of Grandma Jane's fugach. Yeah, it's, it's nice not, and thick. It's it's Nothing wrong with that. Not yeah. overly thick like Chicago style, yeah. but it's a nice mixture. It's like Jets pizza. It's Jets, like Jets, Jets, Jets square, man. It it's Jets, good, yeah. dude. Jets good, is good man. pizza. Yeah, I like it's it. Good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Are we done? Uh, no, not yet. Good night, Raider Nation. Good night. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.